When it comes to weight management, we tend to focus on what we eat, but Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat. That's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up today. What is happening? Welcome to the Plus Pitch Podcast, your morning pitching podcast from Pitchles.com. My name is Nick Pollock. Today is May 31st. And yes, of course, we are going to talk about baseball. Do you have PL Plus? No. <laughs> I mean, what, what are you doing here? Get out of here. This is just for PL Plus members. Thank you all so much for supporting the site. We're going to talk about the SB Roundup and what happened yesterday. And Spencer Strider was my lead. 4.1 innings, 5 earned runs, 4 hits, 2 walks, and 7 strikeouts against the Diamondbacks. It's pretty simple. We didn't expect him to be on a, a long pitch count. This was going to be short. Only 72 pitches. Now it gets uh, cores. You don't want to do that. It's pretty simple. I do think that it'll be worthwhile after, however, you would get the Pirates after that core start. And that, I think, is pretty exciting. This fastball is really good. Um, and that's makes him a very uh, good starter to have next week. I mean, it's that simple. If you don't want to wait that long, it's going to be next Friday. So, I mean, ten to, you know, a week from this Friday. If you can't do that, you can't do that. But it's up to you. I do not want to start him in cores. Pablo survived cores, speaking of which. Tyler Wells went against Boston for zero run- runs in six innings. I don't want to go after this. Same as Zach Thompson against the Dodgers. I think it was just a kind of a birthday party there. Uh, Drew Smiley got hurt. It really stinks because it was... Harder velocity across the board there, and now he has an oblique injury, so poor guy. Frambo Valdez at his best start against Oakland because it's Oakland, and we're all happy for Valdez. Ryan Feltner was pretty interesting. Uh, he had essentially three upticks in velocity on his hook and his sinker. Uh, went up to 95 on his four-seamer. Seven innings wanted to run against the Marlins at home in cores. Uh, five base runners and six Ks. I'm kind of interested, except that Antonio Sensatello is coming back this week, so... Never mind, just be on the outlook for Feltner in the future. Maybe there is something there. Zach Plesak went 13 for 13 strikes on his changeup armor to six innings of one earned run, five at zero walks, and five Ks against the Royals. And now he gets the Orioles, and he had a good slider, and maybe, maybe. I'm sorry, he had a good slider two starts ago. Last start, this one against the Royals with just one out of 18 whiffs. I don't know if I want to do it quite yet. Aaron Ashby is amazing. Go get Aaron Ashby if you if you haven't already. If he's on the wire, go just make it happen. He had a golden goal yesterday, 21 whiffs, 39% CSW. I made the video on him today for YouTube. I uh, yeah, just just go and do it. Just just go and do it. He's now in the rotation, locked in it, and it's great. Uh, Matt Swarmer went in the first game of that doubleheader of the Cubs and Brewers. Six innings, one run, five hits, one walk from six Ks. You likely don't know Swarmer. I uh, he had a good breaking ball, 10 for 49 whiffs on that slider. His hero was not really anything special. I don't think that this is something to really chase. But, hey, with that breaking ball, it gives him an opportunity to be okay on a given night. And maybe he does get good matchups and that could work out. Uh, but not really someone in 12-teamer that I want to go for right now. Glenn Otto against the Rays. It worked. He went more on the curveball than he did the slider, which is very strange for him. And now I I don't really want to do it. <laughs> I don't know. I think he's too risky moving forward. Uh, Packy Non went against the, the Padres. It was a bullpen game, so who cares? Uh, Cal Gibson went six innings, two in runs, four Ks against the Giants. Good stuff there. He gets the Angels. Eh, it's another 50-50 to me. Zach Gallon went against the uh, went went against Atlanta. 5.2 innings, two in runs, seven hits, two walks, six Ks. 
His fastball was a little bit too hittable. I really liked the command of his changeup, though. Good precision. Didn't get a lot of whiffs, but it was really great locations. Got a lot of outs on it. It was good stuff there. Curveball looked good. I feel pretty good about Gallon right now. It's not the, quite the the ceiling that I want him to hit, but it's it's pretty good. Ethan Small went opposite Matt Swarmer in that doubleheader. Two innings of really good uh, baseball with 91, 92 mile per hour fastballs up in the zone for six whiffs out of 17 thrown. But it all fell apart in the third inning. He got pulled at 69 pitches. The changeup can be good, but he didn't really have a good feel for it. And it wasn't down constantly. And if this all works out eventually where he gets starts in the future, he won't moving forward um, as the Brewers won't need someone for like 10 days. And I imagine that's when Brandon Woodruff comes back. Actually, might not even be for 15 days. I, Ethan Small, if he has that changeup down, that four-seamer up, there's, there is something to like here. But it's not anything for you to chase at the moment. Logan Webb, eight innings, three and runs forwards, zero walks and 10 Ks. That's great. He did awesome. Uh, slider was not the pitch I wanted to be three out of 35 whiffs, but it had a lot of called strikes. That was good. I mean, it was all just a very good affair. Um, I don't think that he's going to be a 10 K per eight inning guy. I, I think he's more of a 22% strikeout guy, maybe a 25, but that's kind of pushing it. Um, I think he's just going to be helpful through the year, and that's good, but he's just not an SP1. You know, he's like an SP2 for the most part. Uh, Jonathan Heasley, don't care. <laughs> sorry. Uh, Nick Martinez, sorry, he's not even going to be in the rotation anymore, I don't think, with Mike Clevenger going to be taking over, which is unfortunate. Uh, Paul Blackburn is fine. His curveball is still really good. 55% CSW, 6.2 innings, 400 runs, only 5 base runners and 5 Ks against the Astros. He, he's fine. He gets the Red Sox next, though, and I kind of don't want it. And I think a lot of people really love Paul Blackburn, and I'm just like, ah, he's okay. Uh, Dylan Bundy went 31% sliders, but there was nothing else with the rest of his repertoire. So he went four earned runs in six innings against the Tigers and nine base runners and just three Ks. Don't chase this. But Brisky, there's nothing really to go after here. Uh, four earned runs in 5.2 innings. David Peterson did not have the good slider that I wanted, making this a bad stream. Against the Nationals, four and runs in 4.2 innings. We're not going after the Dodgers next. Walker Buehler is incredibly disappointing, though he did allow a three-run homer and then really settled in for seven strikeouts and one walk across six innings, four and runs and seven hits. Just zero. Just zero, he says. Only none. Just none. <laughs> he had no whiffs on his four-seamer and across 31th round. It's terrible. Uh, I'm really upset about it. I will say he is getting a little bit more whiffs on other stuff, but... We need that four-seamer to be dominant for him to really be Walker Bueller. I might be lowering him to, I don't know, I, I don't, uh, at the bottom of that second tier, I mean, he's right there with Max Freed right now. Maybe Pablo Lopez, or I, I'm trying to think of who else is there. Like, there's Bassett, there's Cease, there's Nola, there, you know, they're all kind of the same now with Walker Bueller. Walker Bueller is actually maybe even close to Logan Webb um, and what he provides at the moment. I don't know. Uh, it, it's it's frustrating if you have Walker Buehler. I totally understand. If you can get like Musco from, which I've seen a couple people do, I would absolutely do that. Uh, Drew Rasmussen unfortunately did not do the things we wanted. He went the other way, where his fastball all of a sudden had to take over as a cutter slider was not very good. Um, three innings of five and runs, five hits, three walks, and three strikeouts. Not great. I think he's still go with it. I think he's fine. I think it was just a weird bad night. Rich Hill against the Orioles. Ooh, six hundred runs in four innings. Yeah, we're moving on from Rich Hill if you haven't already. And of course, do not trust the Feds. So today we look at Tuesday's games, Wednesday's games, and Thursday's games. So let's start with Tuesday. That is today. And Kevin Gaussman, Julio Arias, Lucas Giolito, Frankie Montes, Eric Lauer, Christian Javier, and Martin Perez are your auto starts. Yes, Martin Perez. I mean, look, if you got him, you start him. 
Um, George Kirby is a great outing against the Orioles ahead. It looks like this with George Kirby. I think you're going to really like it. Uh, Blake Snell, Charlie Morton, Luis Castillo, Jordan Montgomery, Noah Syndergaard, and Cal Quantrill follow. Uh, Morton's against the Diamondbacks. That's why it's as high as it is. It's kind of tough with Luis Castillo. And I understand those that want to step away from that one against the Red Sox, but I'm going to go with it. Uh, then we have the questionable start tier. You have Adam Wainwright, Devin Smeltzer, Jacob Junis, and Ryan Yarbrough. Smeltzer against the Tigers is the streaming pick of the day, and I don't like it, like it at all. Uh, it could work. It could work. You did well last time, and the Tigers aren't that scary at all. But there really just isn't a great option. I don't want to go Junis against the Phillies, considering the changeup wasn't great last time. And the Phillies are kind of strong. Uh, Ryan Yarba maybe desperately against the Rangers. He did well last time. He's kind of up there in pitch count. But, man, I just don't want to do any of this. Um, Adam Wainwright's a little bit safer, though, against the Padres. That's okay. Uh, and the do not start here is a long one. Uh, I am very intrigued by Daniel Lynch against the Guardians. Uh, Lynch had double-digit whiffs in, with his slider last time, and maybe he's starting to break out with that with fastballs up. But then again, he's a Royals pitcher, and we don't like trusting Royals pitchers, at least for their development. But we'll see. Maybe this does work against Cleveland. Uh, Michael Walker is also going against the Reds, and that could be interesting. Just, Justin Steele. Justin Steele destroyed your week last week. Then he gets Milwaukee. Maybe he can recover from that. But really, all these starts are just... You don't need me to cite all the mom. You don't want to do it. Uh, looking forward to tomorrow. That is Wednesday. Justin Verlander, Carlos Rodon, Robbie Ray, Aaron Nolan, Nestor Cortez, Yu Darvish, Kyle Wright, and Tarek Skubal are all in the auto start tier. I think this is pretty obvious. Carlos Rodon is number two because I really just don't think he's any different. I know it hasn't been great the last three starts, including that massive blow up three starts ago. Yeah, I don't care. It's Carlos Rodon. He's still throwing hard, and he has a good slider. Like, it's still going to be really good. And I hope that Robbie Ray really does come out of his shell for the start against Baltimore. He'll probably start tier. It's Bailey Ober, Carlos Carrasco, Jeffrey Springs, and Garrett Willock, and Michael Kopech. I like them all. Kopech gets the Jays while everyone else gets easy matchups. That's why you see them all above Kopech. Kopech has also been rested for eight days now, and hopefully that means he's at 97, 98 mile per hour fastballs. That would be amazing. I would love to see it. Uh, Jeffrey Springs, if he's still available, is a 24% roster. He couldn't be my stream pick of the day because of that, but he would be it against Texas. Really good changeup. Actually had his breaking balls and fastballs working last time out. Maybe that does continue on against the Rangers. Question will start here. Ugh. Tangent Rio against the White Sox isn't bad. It's just not something I'm chasing. The White Sox are generally good against lefties, but Luis Roberts out and Eli Mendez is out. And it's like, all right, maybe this could be good, but... I don't dig it. Uh, John Gray against the Rays. Maybe he has a slider, and it's a coin flip if he does. If he has a slider, that should work out. Dakota Hudson against the Padres. is the stream pick of the day because I'd have to have one, and it's a 50-50 as a right-hander against the Padres and Dakota Hudson. Just find the gloves, please. Just do that. And then do not start tier. I'm leading with Trevor Rogers because it's cores, and Trevor Rogers has not been dominant, so... I feel like the ceiling is lowered and the floor is also lowered. Yeah, not what you want. Uh, so I think you're just better off just sitting and hoping for the best. Cal Hendricks goes against the Brewers and I've realized that he's a cherry bomb, but the bombs are way more damaging than the cherries have been. So I'm putting him in the do not start tier. Brad Keller could make this work against the Guardians. He hasn't been that good of a Toby. So again, I don't want to do any of these. Cal Bradish against Seattle, maybe that works, but ugh. Uh, Cozy Quintana has been hot, but against the Dodgers, he's going to do that again versus the Dodgers? No, probably not. Masson Bumgarner and Cole Irvin are both Tobies, but Masson Bumgarner is a lefty against Atlanta. is not something you want. And Houston is waiting for Cole Irvin. Not good. Reed Demers against the Yankees has not had a slider, and that's bad. Uh, Hunter Green against Boston. I mean, he's just been a 
I, I don't know, a home run machine. So all this stuff you don't want to do. Connor Plinkinton and, and Pilkington and Mitch White just don't do enough. Even though they have good matchups and Tony Sensatel is coming back from the IL, but I don't care. And Josh Lindblom is not done the thing for ages as he goes against the Cubs. And who knows who the national starter is. And looking forward to Thursday. I don't have a ranking for this, but I will give you a loose one right now. Doran Lyles against the uh, Mariners is a do not start. James and Tyler against the Angels is a probable start. Corey Kluber against the Rangers is a top of questionable, maybe bottom of probable, not a top of questionable. Alec Manoa against the White Sox is an auto start. Johnny Cueto against the Jays is a do not start. Alex Fajardo against the Twins, kind of a do not start. The Twins are really good. Uh, Chris Archer against the Tigers, do not start. He has not gone five confident innings in ages. Uh, Shoei Otani against the Yankees is a, is a must start. Chris Flexen against the Orioles is a top of questionable start. Taylor Hearn against the Rays is a do not start. Ian Anderson and Coors is a do not start. Sandy Alcantara against the Giants, auto start. Tywin Walker against the Dodgers, do not start. Juan Adon, even though it is Cincinnati, do not start. Keegan Thompson, uh, I do not care for against the Cardinals. I'd say do not start. I can understand some wanting to start Keegan Thompson, but I really don't buy it. Um, Graham Ashcraft against the Nationals. Oh, I have such a soft spot for him. I'm going to still say do not start as long as the slider is still a 50% uh, sub-strike rate. But I kind of want to do it, but no. Adrian Hauser against the Padres. Do not start even though he's a right against the Padres. Adrian Hauser just isn't good. Matthew Libertor against the Cubs is a questionable start. Um, Austin Gomber against Atlanta on inside of course, absolutely not. Tony Gonsolin against the Mets is a probable start. Sean Manaya at Milwaukee, I think it's an auto start. And Alex Wood against Miami is a, sorry, Milwaukee for uh, Manoa is a yeah, probable or auto start. And Alex Wood against the Marlins is a probable start. But all right, good luck this week, everybody. We'll be there tonight. For the Nick and Alex Baseball Show, live streamed on Twitch at 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Of course, you can watch it on YouTube tomorrow, or you can listen to the podcast. So go subscribe to that podcast. We're just starting it. We need your help to get some ratings and reviews. Uh, so please consider finding it on Apple. The Nick and Alex Baseball Show, you can find it on uh, the Twitter account as well. Just I just tweeted it out. Um, so you can find the uh, the Apple Podcast link there. But that's going to do it for today. So my name is Nick Pollock. And may your bat be low and your strikeouts high.